my father that's all I deserve this evening oh God Lord Lord you come on the inside of us oh God for truly we need more of you oh God Father we can never have enough of your love oh Lord enough of your spirit oh God Father this evening Lord we've gathered together at your feet oh God to hear from you oh Lord God Father there's never a time oh Lord Father we gather together Lord knowing that Father you have something to say to us oh God there's never been a meeting, Lord, that you've ever missed, oh God. There's never been an appointment, you've ever been too late, oh God. But you've always been on time, oh God. And we believe that this evening you were again right on time, oh God. You're right on time, oh Lord, to meet every need, oh Lord, of your people, oh God. You're right on time, oh God, to answer every question, Lord God. You're right on time, oh Lord, to move in a supernatural way, Lord. You're right on time, oh Lord, to bring healing, to bring salvation, oh God. You're on time, O Lord, to fulfill your purpose this evening, O God. And we just want to get ourselves out of the way, Lord. And we just want to ask you, Holy Spirit, O God, who brood over us once again this evening, O Lord. And, and O Father, you speak, O Lord, in a special way, O God. Lord, you take the speaker aside, O Lord. And, Father, we just ask, O Lord, and not just be us hearing your word, but Lord, we ask for revelation, Lord, this evening of your word, O God. And, a revelation of who we are, O oh God, Lord, that we may step into the role that you've called us into, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, Lord, in this world we're living in this darkness, O oh Lord. This is the only light, O oh Father, here, O oh God. And Father, we don't want to put this light under the bushel, O oh God. But Father, we just want to put on this candlestick, O oh Lord. And it may shine brighter, Lord, than has ever shone before, O oh God, Lord, as we come to the end of time, O oh Lord. Father, we just want to surrender ourselves to you this evening, Lord. We want to move ourselves out of the way, Lord. And Lord, may the Holy Spirit take control, Lord God. And may you speak, Lord, in a special way. We ask all this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, musicians. Amen. Brother Mike, God bless you. Thank you. Amen. God bless you all. And amen. I sure enjoy the services on Sunday. Amen. And Brother Ed, God bless you, and it's sure good to see you, Brother Tony, with us, amen, and amen. We'll take a Bible this evening, and I just want to open to Scripture, Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, we read from verse 1 to verse And they came over unto the other, the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him eight of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, nor not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the feathers broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thy son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God, that they torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. 
And he asked them, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to read the word he might have you see. Amen. Amen. He asked them, What is your name? And he said, My name is Legion, for we are many. Amen. One second title from verse 9. The question that Jesus asked to say, What is your name? What is your name? Amen. A name is a very important thing, amen. It's, it's, it's an identification, amen. And there's no one that is sitting in this building that has no name. Each and every one of us has a name, and that's our identification. And, and it's very special and very unique and very personal to everyone. As a matter of fact, there might be some names that, that might repeat themselves among a group of people. But nevertheless, if we were to take a majority, almost everyone here would have a different name from one another, amen. And, and that'll be our identification. That is a name that our parents gave us as we were born. And, and they'll call us by that name. And before they gave us the name, you know, they, they prayed about it. They taught about it. They had a reason why the name was given. Amen. And, you know, sometimes maybe because of a difficult situation, maybe they couldn't have a child. So they called the child a sort of name or, or different, different, different reasons why they'll give their son or daughter um, a particular name. Amen. So the name is something very... Uh, very, very special and very unique to every every person. Amen. As a matter of fact, we're living and we have um, uh, different ages that we live in. Amen. And we know we go from the Ephesus age to the Smyrna to the Pergamos and and to going on to Tyre and Philadelphia and all these different church ages. And and each and every one of these ages, as we see from the Bible, there is a name that is associated to every age. Amen. Now, if you go back into, into the church age book, but the Branham will, 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 to every age, you give a certain character to that, to that, to that church age. Amen. And, and the name that was given to every church age had, had a meaning. Amen. Had, had a characteristic associated to that certain name. Amen. And, you know, Ephesus will mean relaxed and, and so forth. And the Smyrna church age, but the Branham was speaking and saying, now a church name, now the church name is associated with the nature of its character. Is that did you notice the Smyrna meaning bitter? And you notice each and every one of the church name is the church. The church name has something to do with the character of the church. Is that I could say something here, but I'd rather not because you'd get me wrong. See, is that your name does too. Is that you might not know it, but it does. Oh yeah, you say now it's numerology. He said, no, it's not. Is that when Jacob was born, they called him Jacob, which was a planter. But when he wrestled with the angel, God changed his name to Israel, a prince. Is that right? Is that Saul, Saul of Tarsus, a mean fellow. But when he, came, when he come to Jesus, he's called Paul. Simon's name was Simon. When he come to Jesus, he's called Peter, a little stone. Oh, yes, sir. The, your name associated with, he said, it's an... It's an impression. Your name is an impression upon your character. Amen. It said your name is an impression upon your character. Amen. 
And in this last age that we're living in, we know that we're living in the Laodicean church age. Amen. Um, and in this Laodicean church age, the Laodicean church age is the name of the age that we're living in. But as Brother Branham was saying, that there is a character associated to the name. Amen. And the Laodicean church age as well has got a character associated to the name Laodicea. And Brother Branham will say Laodicea actually means lukewarm. Amen. Laodicea means lukewarm. In other words, the character that is associated to the name Laodicea is lukewarm. Amen. It's a character of some people that are increased with good. You know, they think they have need of nothing, but they're blind and naked and doesn't know it. And we are living in that kind of uh, an age, or we're living with that kind of character in this age of Laodicea. Amen. An age of lukewarmness, an age where people don't care. Everyone wants their own right. But you see, though we're living in the age of Laodicea, there is another name in Laodicea, amen. There is another name in Laodicea that is not just the name of lukewarmness, amen. But there is a name in Laodicea that is a name of power, amen. There is a name in Laodicea that has got fire in that name, amen. It's a name that has got authority in it in Laodicea, amen. Amen. It's a name that is the name that is above every, any, any other name, amen. It's a name that, that every knee will bow to one day, amen. It is a name that you know one time that name was mentioned and when that name was mentioned there was a baby that was in the womb amen and, and the baby for, for many a months was not having any life in the womb of Elizabeth but at the mention of that name amen the baby came back to life again you see it was at that name that a leper was healed amen it was at that name that a man was, was buried in a tomb for four days at the name of Jesus the man had to come out of the tomb amen it was at that name that brother Branham was standing on the platform and over and over again there'll be people that'll walk down the platform and by the name Jesus every demon power have to leave amen at that name every sickness was supposed to be healed and was healed amen because of that name Jesus amen and it's that name that has dissolved cancer in our lives, amen. It is that name that we've had many a testimony, amen. It is that name that has saved you, that has saved me, amen. It is that name that has filled us with the Holy Ghost, amen. It is by that name that we are seated here this evening, amen. It is by that name, amen, that one of these days we are going to have a body change. It is that name, amen, that gives us overcoming power. It is that name that helps us to defeat the enemy. It is that name that has got everything without that name we are not an amen without that name the church is powerless without that name the church has no authority in itself but what makes the church to be the power of God is because of the name of Jesus Christ that is in the church amen and it was that name that day that has crossed the sea you see that name had put on flesh and had crossed the sea you see he had crossed the sea to go to see one person he had only one person on his mind as he was crossing that sea. Brother Branham said he was coming from a meeting and, and he was tired and, and he could have went to take a rest. But there was one person that he had to reach down to. There was one person that had been bound by a spirit, amen. And he had to reach out to him because he knew that the person couldn't be set free by no other name but by the name of Jesus, amen. You see, the people that try to bind him with chains, the people that try to put fetters on him, but they couldn't do anything to hold them they couldn't do anything to heal them but there was only one man in that town there was only one man in that generation that was going to be able to set him free and that man was Jesus and he was so concerned about this person 
that he crossed the sea to go to see this man. And as you cross the sea and, and you go to see this man, Brother Brandon will say, let's dramatize it for a moment. He said, you see, this man maybe was a good man. And, but you see, he got, around, he got around the wrong kind of crowd. And as he got around the wrong kind of crowd, he started to get drawn away from God. He started to get, get, get pulled away from God. And all of a sudden, one devil stepped in. And Brother Brandon was said, maybe it was drinking or whatever it was. And, and the devil stepped in. And, and it was only one for a moment and it was still okay. But as he kept on staying where he was, more devils started to come in. And more devils started to invade his life. And, and they started to drive him. They started to drive him to a place, to a dark place. They started to drive him to a rough place. To a place where there was no life at all in there. He started to live among the tombs. The spirits started to drive him insane. They started to pull him away from the truth that he had from the beginning. And he had come to a place where he was so infested with demon powers. Two thousand demon powers in him. And all started because he was hanging around the wrong crowd. Amen. Now you see many a times when we look at the story and... I would say, well, that's way off there, you know, that's legion. And, and you know, we, we, we want to associate ourselves with legion. But you see, friends, our associate is important. Are you with me this evening? Our associate is important. Now, you may say to me, well, I don't associate with the people of the world, and, and absolutely we, we may not associate with them, and we may just walk with them, and, and, and that's all we do with them. But you see, sometimes the association among ourselves, amen, are you with me this evening? Sometimes association among our own selves can invite evil spirits. You women deceiving it because of something we said. Because of something we said. Can invite an evil spirit and now one spirit will get in and, and then we'll go and associate again with someone else and and then it'll get into the other person. And maybe it wouldn't be one person that has got two thousand devils, but it might come to a place that we sit in the church and we've got so many spirits. You remember this evening? We've got so many spirits on the inside because of association and what has been said and what has been had. Amen. Amen. Because of what have been had and what have been said. And, and soon enough we started finding spirits of unforgiveness in our midst. And a spirit of disunity in our midst. And spirit of, of envy in our midst because of association. Because of something that was said. And even though we believers, we are believers. We almost must remember that there's two influences that we live in between two realms. There's an influence from above and there's an influence from beneath. And they are always trying to infiltrate in our minds and try to infiltrate in a conversation. Amen. 
Marathon, here we are. And not only we say, well, oh yeah, I'm a believer, but we have another name. Oh yeah, I'm a believer, but we have another name. We have another name. The name of malice. The name of unforgiveness. The name of quarrel. You are not this evening. Well, I'm not going to be preaching this evening. I'm sorry, maybe you expect in the fiery service this evening. But I, I honestly, I was just preparing yesterday. I really, Lord wasn't leading me to really preach in this evening. So I hope that's okay. Amen. Amen. And here we are, and, and here is another name. And, and sometimes it won't be just only by, by what we say, but it could be even by something we see or we, or we watch. Amen. Are you with me? And through that, it might be a spirit that invades our heart. And, and here is another name that comes in. Amen. But the Branham says in, in the maniac of God, or he said, see, and, see, you see, this poor old fellow, Legion, out there, he said, maybe once in a while he'll come to himself. He'll just look, say, what am I doing here? Have you ever been there? So, what am I doing here? What am I doing on this website? What am I doing here? What am I saying? What am I talking about? What am I doing here? There was a moment, see, there was something about this man. There was a moment that he came to himself to say, I am in the wrong place. There's something wrong. I'm not in the right place. He said, what am I doing here? He said, look, there's change all around me, around him and, and things like that. And his body all cut up. Then the devil would throw him into a spell and here he would go. Maybe he'll come and to think again and think, I got a wife and children somewhere. And the first thing you know, the devil pull him into another spell and here he goes. And he was a murderer if he could get to people. He didn't know he was doing it. The devil was doing it. You were me this evening. He didn't know he was doing it, but the devil was doing it. You know, sometimes there are certain things we may do, we may think, but it's the devil doing it. It is not you doing it, but it's just the wrong influence that has got in that is doing it. The reaction is just something that has got in that is doing it. But deep within, he knew that this is not me. Something has gotten a hold of me. There is a name that I possess that is not my name. Start to realize that is not my name. Well, you know, when we go down in the story, something interesting happens. Because that's why the position that he was in, he saw Jesus coming. He saw Jesus coming, 
And as he saw Jesus come, there was a reaction. He ran to him. And he ran to him to worship him. Something was drawing him. That means that he had a name. Or he had a representation from somewhere else. That was drawing him. But there was another name that had got in the way. See, he had come that he was ready to worship the Lord. He was ready to lay at his feet and, and, and worship him. But he made another statement. And he said, don't torment me. He adjured the Lord to say, don't torment me. In other words, say, let me alone. Let me alone. Let me be where I'm at. Let me do what I'm doing. See, church of the living God, that's what an enemy will do. To bring it to a place that we actually come to think that we are right and we don't want to hear any correction. We don't want to hear anyone say that what we're doing is wrong or, or, or where we're going is wrong. And we've got certain doors that we don't want anyone to open those doors. And we will sit and you see the spirit was a religious spirit. It will go right in the church. It will believe the message. It will say amen to the word. But deep within there was something that was there. That wasn't right. And he'll worship and, and he'll listen to the tapes and, and he'll read the Bible and he'll do all that. But deep within, there was a name. There was a name that wasn't the right name. Amen. He said, I don't want you to open that door. We can sit in the presence of the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord can move in a service that will be dealing with our hearts in certain areas of our lives. But we can say, I don't want you to open that door. Because of the certain hurts or because of the certain complex, I don't want you to open that door. Just leave me the way I am. But you see, God is coming for a bride. God's coming for a people that are spotless. God has come for a people that are pure. He's coming for a people that are holy. Amen. And he has given us everything that it takes to be able to overcome any kind of spirit that will try to get a hold of us. Amen. Because you see, all these names are what? What Legion had and what Legion was going through. He was going through something that if I could say it this way, it was the spirit of his age. It was the spirit of his age, if I could just put it that way, that he was going through. And this age has got a spirit. Laodicea has got a spirit. It's a lukewarm spirit. It's a spirit of people think that I am doing right and no one can tell me I am wrong. And my spirit will do all he can to try to creep into the believer's life. He'll do all he can to try to get into the believer and say that what you are doing is right. No one can say anything to you. Are you with me this evening? It is a Laodicean spirit. And it's got a name to it. A name of lukewarm, a name of, of carelessness, a name of, of, of being good with, with just, just a one-hand experience and thinking, well, you know what, I had an experience long ago and I am good and, and I don't need any more. I don't need any furtherance with the Lord. 
a denominational spirit. I have come this far, I don't need to go any further. But God is wanting us to come up higher. God is wanting us to press on deeper, amen. The Laodicean spirit is the spirit that's got a name to it. It can worship. It can go to church. It can listen to the tapes. It can do all the doings. But deep within, it's lost its fire. Amen. Are you with me? Deep within, it's lost its fire. And it's still being church and do everything, but the fire is not there. It is working itself up to try to, to reach up to get the fire, but the reality, the fire is not there. Oh, the fire is them down. The joy bells are not ringing anymore. It was like with the, with the children of Israel as they got to Babylon. And the scriptures say that they hang their harps on the, on the wallows or whatever it was. And, and they said, how could we sing a song in a strange land? The joy was gone away from them. You know what that is? It's a name. It's a name. It's a name that has crept in. Amen. It's a name that has crept in. There is no more overcoming power. There's no more overcoming strength. And, and it almost feels like we're defeated. But I want you to know this evening that that is not the name of this bride. That is not what we are called to be. We are not called to be a defeated people. Amen. We are not called to be tormented by the enemy. Amen. But we've been called to torment the enemy. Amen. That is what we have been called to, amen. This is not our battle, this is God's battle, amen. I want you to know that you are not sitting here just by chance, but God knew that you would be here. God knew that the enemies that you would fight, he knew the struggles that you would go through. And before you went through your struggle, he already made a provision for it. Before you went through your trial, he made sure that you were ready to go through the trial. He didn't throw Job in a trial, not knowing that Job wasn't going to overcome. He started by boasting of Job. And then after boasting of Job, he threw him in the trial. You see, no matter what Legion was going through, God knew Legion, amen. God knew that one day Legion is going to be set free, amen. He knew that one day Legion's name is going to be changed because there was going to come a season, there was going to come a time and dispensation that he was going to condescend himself. He wasn't going to send an angel to deliver Legion, but he himself was going to step down and flesh and go personally to the house of Legion and deliver Legion from the thousands of demons um, that had been possessed by him. And I want you to know that the same God um, is living in this age. Um, he's a personal God. Um, he's the same God um, that cares so much about you uh, that will step down on this age um, with a message of deliverance, um, with a message of freedom, uh, with a message that can set you free. That you don't have to stay where you are. You may sit here this evening, I want to ask you, what is your name? Because I want you to know that Legion had a real name. When he was born, his mom gave him a name. He had a name. But because of association and because of this and because of that, 
His name had changed into another name. That was called Legion. And maybe you're sitting here and, and you know that you have a name. Because you know that you came from him and you're going back to him. You know that your name is on the Lamb's book of life. You know you have a representation, amen, from above. But there might be another name that has crept in into your mind. You women this evening, a name of unforgiveness that has crept in. A name of malice that has crept in. A name of complexes that has crept in, amen. See, Satan can call that fire even to complexes. Where you lose confidence in your own self. Are you with me this evening? You lose confidence in your own self. And you don't have the faith even to go on your knees and pray. Because you're looking so down on yourself that you think that God is not going to listen to you. A name of condemnation. Because of the mistake you've made or because of what you've done. And, and you feel like oh, there's no way that I can get into the presence of the Lord. A name of fear. That is not going to happen. It is not going to happen. A name of doubt. A name of perplexity. A name of depression. A name of anxiety. These are not your names. When God wrote your name up there, there was no depression associated to it. When he wrote your name, there was no fear associated to it. When he wrote your name, there was no anxiety associated to it. When he wrote your name, he wrote freedom there. When he wrote your name, he wrote deliverance there. When he wrote your name, he wrote healing there. But Satan will put a name on people. He put a name of sickness on you. But that name wasn't there when he wrote your name. Are you women this evening? What is your name this evening? You know your name, but is there another name? Because Jesus knew the name of Legion. He really knew what his name was, but there was another name that has gotten in the way. And Jesus knew what that name was. But he said, Legion, I want you to mention that name. Tell me what that name is. Tell me what that name is because I am here to deliver you from that name. I am here to set you free from that name. But you're going to have to tell me what that name is. You're going to have to release that, what that name is. I know what it is, but tell me. Tell me what it is. And I will let you go free. Amen. Because truly he has given us a name, amen. And that name is the name of Jesus, amen. See, he cared so much that he came down as the mighty angel with a book open in his hand. Remember the Malachi said that to you, I send to you, Elijah. He came personally to you to reveal to you what your name really is. And now you know what your name is. Well, I know what my name is, 
But what is blocking the channel from manifesting what my name is? Are you with me this evening? What is blocking the channel from me manifesting what he said that I am? Legion had a name to be a father. He had a name to be, to, to be a husband. But he was out of his position. He had lost his identity because of another name. And we can know what our name is but lose our identity because of another name. He's asking this evening, what is your name? Because the true name of the believer is associated with the character of the believer. And that character is associated with the character of Jesus. And he is meek. He is gentle. He is loving. He is kind. He's merciful. There's no beauty of the world that you might desire him. But yet he's full of faith. He's full of the power of the Holy Ghost. He's full of healing. Amen. And that is the name that he has given to his bride. Amen. And that is the character that his bride is called to manifest. Meekness. Gentleness. Love. Kindness. Full of faith. Full of power. Full of the Holy Ghost. That is why he called us Mrs. Jesus. That is why he said, the date is in you. That is why he said, that the works that I do shall you do also. And greater than these shall you do. Because your name was in him. The reason why we can create is because he created. Because when he said, let there be, you were there. When he formed the earth, you were there. When he started his creation, you were there. And that is the name that is associated to you and associated to me. But what is the name that has got in the way? What is the name that has got in the way? Because Jesus is here. And we know that he's here. The Son of Man is here. He's returned again. And he's visiting everyone individually in your homes. And he's asking you, what is your name? What is, what is in the way? I am here to set you free. What is in the way? I want to express myself through you. What is in the way? I've got the power to deliver from you, from you from it. But tell me what is in the way. Enter Master Tabernacle. What is in the way? Truly we've seen the move of God. We've seen God move in a supernatural way. But is this all about it? I don't believe it is. I believe there is more. But what is in the way? What is the name that is in the way? What is the name that is in the way? 
God wants to move in a greater way. And he's come and he's asking, what is your name? Tell me what your name is. And I tell you, I can set you free. And I can use you like never before. Because you haven't reached your potential yet. You haven't reached your potential yet. There's more that you can do than you think you can. But you see, Satan has tried to bog us down in our mind to say, you know, that this is as far as you can go as a young person or as far as you can go as a dad, as a mom. And, you know, you, you kind of growing up now and maybe you need to slow down. Abraham didn't have to slow down. Amen. He didn't have to slow down. I don't know what age he was. But he had someone has come and taken his, 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 um, his in-law. Was that his lot? His nephew. Thank you very much. Someone had come to take in lot. I don't know how old he was. He could have said, well, you know, I'm too old now. And, you know, maybe I need to send these young men now to go do the work. But he said, no, you pick up your sword and follow me. He wasn't giving up. He wouldn't stop him because he was older because of the age he had. He knew there was more that I can do. So far as I am alive, so far as I've got breath in me, and so far as God is still living, there is nothing that can stop me. There is not enough demons that can hold me back. And he went and he delivered Lot and brought him back. And he took everything that they had taken away from him. There is more potential in each and every one of us. God has placed gift in the church. It is here. It is here. You've got it. Maybe I've got some too. I don't know. But, but someone has got it. God didn't bring this church together just to make a number. But he's placed in each and every one of us something. Something to edify the church. Something to glorify the name of Jesus. Something to prove that God is still alive. But what has God in the way? What is the name that is standing in the way? Legion still had work to do. When it delivered Legion, Legion said, can I follow you? He said, no, you go and, and testify and make yourself known to the other people. In other words, he was saying, Legion, you go ahead and preach the gospel. You have been set free. Go and do what you've been called to do from the beginning. When he wrote your name down in the book, he had a purpose for you. When he wrote my name down, he had a purpose for me. And in each and every one of us, he had an age that we're going to express him, that purpose in our lives. And now we have been expressing our age. And he's saying, now is the season, now is your time. It's time to release Jesus. It is time to say, okay, I don't know what his name is, but God, this is what I'm going through. This is what is holding me back. Set me free from it. And I give you my life. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I will do whatever you want me to do. It was Isaiah that was in the temple that day. And he came to a place that he started to speak and say, you know, I am a man of unclean lips. And he started to say, this is the name that I have. This is the people that I've been living with. 
And as he started to confess and make known his name, you know what happened? There was an angel that took a call and came and cleansed them. And then he asked, who will go for me? And he said, I will go. And he said, I will send you to go. He still had a purpose in his life. I want you to know each and every one here to see them. There is a purpose in your life. Don't you let the enemy deceive you about him. God has called you to a greater work. We are not over yet. The script is not over yet. The play is not over yet. The master composer is not done yet. The symphony is still playing. But it's going to get someone to step in your role and say, this is my role. And once you step in your role, don't let the devil take you out of that role. It is yours. You have been called to possess all tents. Are you women this evening? You have been called to possess all tents. Because um, he possessed all tents. And if you came from him, then you are possessor of all tents. That's why he said that you can speak the word. Because he spoke it in the beginning. He showed us how it was done. And he said when he spoke him, he didn't know how long it took him, but it came to pass. And it is the same with you too. If you can speak the word and believe the word, the word will come to pass. Because he said that his word will never return to him void. What is your name? What has gotten in the way, amen? Brother Branham says here, is that and the devil is powerful, but God is more powerful. Is that when I thought, if a man completely surrendered to the devil will, will have two or three times his strength, what would a man do that's laying so weak he can't get up or crippled so bad that he can't get up? What will he do when the strength and the power of God comes into him? They could bind legion with chains and bind them with fetters and the power of Satan will break those chains and break those fetters. What can you do with the power of God? Oh, you've got more power than you think you have. Let all the demons of hell be loosed. They're still not able to battle just one of you. Because the almighty God is inhabited right on the inside of you. Friends, it's time to push away every fear. It's time for someone to step out with boldness and say, I'm going to challenge this enemy. I don't care who he is. Let him be called cancer. Let him be called TB. Let him be called whatever he wants to be called. I'm going to challenge him. God is looking for some Sam girls that will rise up and say, I am going to challenge him. No matter how big he is, no matter how small I am, it doesn't matter the man in the fight, but the fight in the man and the fight in the man is Jesus in the man oh hallelujah how are you going to be defeated well someone is going to have to pick up the sword and David is going to have to rise up and say why can this Philistine boast in the midst of the church of God someone's going to have to rebel against the spirit of unforgiveness 
Someone's going to have to repel against the spirit of malice. Someone's going to have to say enough. We've been called to love one another. We've been called to be in unity. Do you know why Satan is against us? He knows that the moment we come together as one, he has no place in the church of the living God. That is the reason why he's fighting you and getting you to fight your brother and fight your sister. But someone's got to rise up and say, it's enough. I don't care what this devil is. I'm going to face him. Are you with me this evening? I'm going to face him because I'm going to strive for unity. He's in that room of you could come to a place and say, I am going to do my part to make sure that the power of God moves in a greater way. Are you with me? Do you know what God can do? Friends, this is not history. We're not serving a God of history. The God that was on the platform with Brother Branham is the same God today. The God that can raise a crippled man is the same God today. The God that can raise the dead is the same God today. Let us not be afraid of the gift in the body. We believe that we've been restored with the word of God. We believe that. But if we do away with a gift in the body, then we do away with justification. Are you with me this evening? If we say we're going to put a gift only in Pentecost and so we're going to do away with them, then we might as well do away with justification. Because it's in Luther's age. We might as well do away with, with sanctification. Are you with me this evening? See, Satan has got us to a place that we become so scared about the move of God. To see God move in a supernatural way. But it's time to kill that fear. Are you with me this evening? What is your name? Your name is Mrs. Jesus. Are you with me this evening? Mrs. Jesus has got power in her. Mrs. Jesus has got the same authority. Of his bridegroom. It's time to push away the fear. Don't be scared of the gifts. If you call to speak in tongues and the anointing of God falling, don't be scared of it. Are you women this evening? This is the church of the living God. We have received the word, the full restoration. Not a part restoration, a full restoration. It includes, Brother Branham said, a church age. It includes every blessing they had before. All of it has been now bottled down and placed in placed into this last age, this bright age that we're in. But we're letting the enemy tell us, oh no, don't you get too excited now. Because if you do, that's Pentecost. That is really Pentecost. Don't get too excited. Don't you let yourself lose to, to you know, prophesy. Don't do that. Because if you do that, that's Pentecost. You're going away from the message if you do that. Since when? Go and listen to the tapes. How many times has tongue spoken on the tapes? Brother Branham preaching the word. Are you with me? How many times prophets have been in there? Brother Branham was preaching. 
Why are we scared of us? Why are we letting the enemy rob us? What is your name? What is your name? What is the name that has got in the way? You have a calling. You have a purpose. Amen. Some of you are gifted to write songs. But you're scared of us. Well, if we pen it down, it's not going to be just the same. And, you know, these people, we've gotten scared because of, because of you know, all, all these, these other, uh, what do they call them? You know, all these, um, uh, how do they call them? Oh, my. Contemporary, contemporary. All, all these modern contemporary writers. Friends, you know what's happening? They are stealing what we've got. Because we're not yielding enough. Someone has got to have to express Jesus. He said that if you don't, the rocks are going to cry out. The rocks are going to cry out if you want. Just as much as a minister has to show himself in Rome. For hours and days. And wait on the Lord for a service. If you're gifted to write, that is your calling too. You can show yourself in the room and wait on the Lord. We don't go in there knowing what we're going to preach. We have no idea sometimes. But we sit there and we wait. And we wait. And it can take hours. And you sit in there and you're just waiting. And you type and you raise and you type and you raise and you type and you raise. And you wonder, what am I going to preach? What am I going to preach? But then he steps down. And he reveals his word. I'm going to stop preaching right away. I, this was nowhere in my notes, but you know what? I, I'm going to stop because it's late now. Amen. What is your name? What is your name? See, Jacob, Jacob had a name that was given to him. But one day he came in contact with the angel of the Lord. See, he had come to a place he couldn't go forward or neither could he go back. He was stuck. That's where many of us get to some time. We just talk. We can't move forward and we can't go back. And it feels like everything is stand still and nothing is happening. You know what the problem was with Jacob? It was his name. It was his name. He had a name that wasn't his original name. And he had lived under that name for so long and gotten away with many things. But there came a point where he couldn't move anymore. See, sometimes we can have a sort of name and come to church and everything is going fine. But it comes to a point where it just feels like you can't move anymore. I am stuck. It's time for change a name. It's time for a name change. And the angel asked him, what is your name? What is your name? That question has been asked only twice in the Bible. Not three times in the Bible. 
One was with Jacob. One was with Manoah. That was Samson's dad when he asked the angel, what is your name? When he told him about his son, Samson. And the other one was what we read this evening. But the two instances that had to do with a change of name was Jacob and Legion. I believe as the church of the living God, she come to a place to ask herself this evening, what is the name that is in the way? The musicians can come. What is the name that is in the way? Because God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for me. But there might be a name in the way that has got us stuck in one place. We can't go forward. We can't go back. And maybe it's time for someone to start wrestling with the angel. Start wrestling with the angel. Start wrestling with the angel to say, I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm not going to let you go until you change my name. Because I know I have a purpose. I've come to a place where I've come to the end of my words. I can't go forward. I can't go back. I am stuck. And I'm holding on to you. Change my name. Change my name. Give me the name that has my purpose written in it. Because that's the name he gave to Jacob that day. He gave him the name that had his purpose written in it. A prince with God. And God used him. God used him through a seed to bring him himself, Jesus. What is the name, church? What is the name? What is the name that has been in the way for so long? We should be moving forward. But is there a name that is choking the channel? And the channel's all clear. Can we search yourself this evening? David will come to a place and he'll say, search me, O God, and try me. See if there is. See if there is any wicked way in me. Search me. David's all had desires to please the Lord. There is a name. Play something soft, Mister Cassie. There is a name, Church. Let's move that name out. Let's let the name of Jesus rule and reign in our midst. Rule and reign in our lives. That is the name that has been given to this bride. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. The name that is above all names. The name that has power. The name that has healing. The name that has life. It is the name Jesus. That is the only name that will go back to him. No other name. No other name is going back. Only the name Jesus. Let's lift up the name Jesus. Let's lift up the name Jesus in our lives. The day of Pentecost is here again. Let us walk down the street and let the people see he's been with Jesus. He's got a name. 
He's got a name. There's an atmosphere about that person. You don't even have to say a word. You don't even have to say a word. Jesus sometimes didn't have to say a word. But his name alone. His name alone. That name Jesus, a woman. He didn't say a word, but a woman. Knowing who he is and his name. Just reach out and touch the hem of his garment. I believe that that same Jesus in you and in me. That you can walk down the street and someone can walk to you. Don't think it's impossible. And say, what is about you? There's something about you. Whatever name is in the way, church, let's move it out of the way. What is your name? Your name is Jesus. That is your name. Your name is Jesus. So let us press the name Jesus then. Let's let the name of Jesus flow through our lives. Let our talking be about Jesus. Let our actions be about Jesus. Let everything we do be about Jesus. That is our name. Let his character reflect in us. Are you with me this evening? Let's stand on our feet this evening. Oh, hallelujah. The name that is above all names. There is power in that name, Jesus. You know, there was one time, if we can share this testimony. You know, I... When growing up, I wasn't serving the Lord back then. And it was one evening and I had went to bed. I went to bed and my brothers and sisters that came and visited us, they, they were downstairs and I was upstairs in bed. And mom had went to sleep in my sister's room. And so finally time came that they decided my brother and sister were going to go to bed. And so my brother and sister were chatting and so my brother walks in the room with my sister and, and mom was asleep. And so my sister woke up mom and said, Mom, I'm come to bed so, so you know, go, go back to, to your room. And mom got out of bed and as mom got out of bed, I, I was asleep. As she sat on the bed, all of a sudden she just fell back. And my brother took her and tried to shake her and there was no life in her. My brother pulled her down on the floor and her eyes were sad, her teeth were stuck. I got awakened by the screams. I thought that maybe they were praying, but the screams sounded like something bad had happened. I was scared to walk in that room because I thought of what might have happened. I walked in that room and mom was lying on the ground in my brother's arms, lifeless. And something came to my mind and said, mom is dead. My brother turned to me and said, run down and call dad. My brother Daniel held my mom in his arms and he started to call the name of Jesus. 
They just started to call the name of Jesus. By the time I run down and called that and we came back upstairs, mom was back talking again. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in that name. Mom is still living today. those days we weren't even really serving the Lord the way we had to but that name Jesus that name Jesus let's reflect that name amen let's sing that song amen there is power in the name of Jesus there is power
believe that this evening. That the name of Jesus can break every chain, amen. Can bring us to where we have to be as sons and daughters of God, amen. Amen, amen. Oi, we can sing another song maybe and we'll ask for the air to come, amen. I'm trying to think of a song here this evening. This is my desire, amen, to honor him as the desire of the bride, to please the bridegroom, amen, amen. Let's sing that to my sex for the head to come, amen. This is my desire. changed to Paul. There's a reason that, that, that Simon had to be changed to Peter. There's a reason the church had to be called the bride. And you know we're living in a time if you would look at even, even in the seals and out of all of those powers only in the last age was there ever given a name to a power. And it was called death and hell. But it was also in the last age that there would be a bride that would take on her name, her true name. Friends, there's power in the name of Jesus. There is more power than we recognize. And it's not just repeating it, but it's taking the name, the characteristics of the name, not the characteristics of the age, 
the age Laodicea has a name but I'll say that out of Laodicea there's a people amen I, I pray that we could do that you know this morning I was just in prayer and I just felt I felt burdened I just went to my knees and just waking up and I had to just fight through some thoughts but I went to prayer and just praying and as I'm praying in just different situations that 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 song started coming to me and I started breathing it out in prayer I speak Jesus and I just began to just go right after some things and said Satan I speak Jesus to that situation I think we can do the same thing we don't have to cower back I believe that's what our brother Max was was laboring you know the Holy Spirit just lingered on that thought a little bit about the identification of a name but I think we can speak Jesus do you believe that Brother Michael, I don't know if you're comfortable singing that, are you? Oh, not sure. we've, we've, your son John, is right there John. if we need him. Brother John, John, you, John, are you good with that? Let's just sing that. We'll, we won't linger that much longer. We'll just Let's take that with us. Can we take that with us? Amen. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is
Over fear, over fear and all anxiety. To every soul held captive by depression, I speak Jesus. Your name is
song would just declare, if you're on the mountain, if you're in the darkness, all you have to do is speak that name. And you know what? When we've been called to this message, we've been set free of every denominational name. We've been set free of every spirit, if we choose to be. But sometimes we just open up. Maybe there's a little entrance as our brother was speaking. Oh, that enemy is so sly. Friends, we're coming to an hour. We're coming to an hour where her, her voice is, the good, is as good as his voice. Where we can speak to every situation. I think we need to start exercising that. I think we need to exercise it even yet tonight as we close in prayer. Whatever situation God has put on your heart, as we begin to pray, I want you just to speak the name of Jesus to that. We've got some that are sick, got diseases. We've got others that have oppressions. Maybe there's unforgiveness. Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's self-sufficiency. But whatever it is, and you know it's holding you down. But like legion, something inside of you says, I don't want to be that way. All you have to do is say, Lord, I do not want to be this way. I want to have the liberty that's been given the sons of God. As we just begin to pray, I want you just to speak Jesus to whatever he's laid on your heart. Heavenly Father, as you've just taken maybe a little bit of the thought we had on Sunday, and you've just led Brother Max into just lingering on that, Father. Maybe we just need to go a little deeper. Maybe we just need to be a little more real. The question would be asked, what is your name? Lord, we want to declare the name of Jesus. We want to declare, Lord, that we are free. Lord, there were stages in, in the life of Ruth. She was known as a Moabitess. She was known as a gleaner. She was known as a handmaiden. But there came a time when she went back to Naomi and Naomi asked, who are you? And she said, I am all that he told me. We don't have our own name, Lord, but we've got what you have told us we are, Lord. And Lord, we come tonight, Lord, because we believe your word. We believe the end time message. We believe in a, in a genuine baptism of the Holy Ghost. We believe in the power of God. We believe, oh Lord, that, that you are with us. And Lord, we don't want to deny any part of you. But we accept you in your fullness. Lord, in spirit and in truth. Father, we ask you tonight, as we're standing here. Lord, we are Mrs. Jesus. We don't have our own name. We don't have our own identity. But you are everything you've told us we are. And Lord, we come tonight and we ask you for our families. We ask you for those that are not where they ought to be. 
We speak Jesus tonight, Lord. We speak Jesus to sickness, to cancer. We speak Jesus to, to every form of, of demon, whatever that name is. There is a, no other name but the name of Jesus. We speak Jesus to every spirit of lukewarmness. We speak Jesus to every lethargy, to every, oh, every part, oh Lord. Just so reminded of that scripture in Ezekiel, the sin of Sodom was pride, abundance of bread, and idleness. Father, we don't want to be identified with Sodom. But, oh God, give us a fire of God. Let it burn in us, oh Lord. Oh, Father, let it be the flame of the hour. Lord, we come to you tonight. Thank you for the words. Let them not return void. Lord, I pray that we could take them home. Lord, maybe it just caused us to think a little deeper. But I believe that's what you maybe desired. Let's not take this as for someone else, but each one for ourselves. As I take it to myself and we all, Lord, let us take that with us. Granted, we pray. Lord, as we're dismissed now and we'll go our ways, it's a cold night, I pray you'd bring everyone home safely. Lord, some will be traveling on the weekend. Go with them. Keep your hand of protection on them. Wherever we find ourselves, Lord, may you, may the name of Jesus just be over us. We want to thank you for the service tonight. Ask your blessing as we go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Burn on, burn on, fire of God, burn on. Burn on.